Have you ever seen a Hummer and ever wondered how it all got started? Well, today, I'm gonna answer that question for you. Hey, I'm Lauren Fitzpatrick and this is the Underhood Podcast. This is an automotive-based podcast for all ages and all types of enthusiasts. Go check out my latest seven episodes on Spotify and Anchor as they are Spotify and Anchor exclusives. I'm super excited to get into the, this week's episode. Another question for y'all. What do you think the W stands for in 0W30, 5W30, and 10W30 in oil? Go tell me over on my Instagram, at Nolanie Fitzpatrick. Now, on to today's main topic. Did you know the original Hummer was the one that started all the yellow amber lights in the front? Not Ram, not Ford. A lot of people think it was Ford because that's what you mean, see it on. No, it was Hummer because they had to put those three yellow amber lights to pass American law inspections for it to be available in America, which was a big step for AM General. So the Hummer all started in 1983 when the military offered out a challenge to all car makers and this was interesting because this was a little after this was a couple years after world war ii and they saw in world war one so they saw all these technologies and vehicles being used and all the army had was jeeps that were open roofs they really weren't designed to be in it but they kind of were i mean they were bulletproof if i was gonna buy a jeep it's probably gonna be an older jeep because they're really cool and they're really, really bulletproof. Not joking. You can legit shoot a gun at it and it will take the bullet. <laughs> After all, they were used in wars. So, in 1983, AIM General accepted that challenge a few year, a few months after the Army accepted that. And they're like, look. And they draw a plan aboard and they say, look, we have a new vehicle that we're thinking about doing. The Humvee or Hummers. So, the military is like, hmm, we like this. We're going to give you the money to do it. And we need 55,000 vehicles over the next five years made. And they're like, oh, no problem. Because a few years after that, and there's 100,000 units already made. <laughs> so, like, A in general crushed that challenge. And the new mil- military and vehicle was a crave by all countries. Because... It had a very, very unique design, which allowed you to work on the car inside because it had a doghouse box inside the truck where the engine and transmission was made. So like, if you blow out a spark plug in the middle of battle, you can whip out your tool set and you can work on the engine while in the vehicle still safe. So you don't have to get out and flip the hood up and get under there and take this out and take this out while you have people charging at you and wanting to kill you. I'm just saying it's a very, very cool design. But this does make, that's why the Hummer is so wide. And you, it's like a foot to reach across to your passenger, which in most cars is not the case. It's maybe a couple of inches. So, I mean, if you really, really want social distancing in a vehicle, the Hummer is your best bet. Because that's how far it is. Of course, the age one. So, in... 1998, the Army deemed the Hummer as no longer feasible, which means 
the hunter was only in action for maybe 13 years which wasn't long but new technology was starting to come out and people were getting better guns and it, it just wasn't going to work the hummer was starting to be demolished in battle so with the military no longer using the hummer in combat and general revealed the h1s for civilian use which allows us to come with the civilian package which had an extra seat in the back because there was only four seats and most vehicles don't only have four seats they have like five or six in tr trucks to have the bench seats so they released a little seat for the back that also had three seats. That's how big the Hummer was on the inside. And that seat really wasn't designed very well inside the vehicle because it was just bolted on with a couple of bolts above the two seats. So like if you're sitting in the original two seats, yeah, you're gonna be looking up at your passion in the sky and going, hi, and it just was not gonna work. So needless to say, they really didn't think that one through. And also the seat's not meant for adults. Not even teenagers. It's really meant for small little kids because you're not gonna be, no adults can be comfortable in that seat. So that was kind of stupid, but I mean, hey. And also what made the Hummer so good in battle and what made it good on off-roading is it had a reinforced undercarriage. So the whole entire undercarriage was lined with reinforcement bar to protect the transfer case, transmission, because of course the whole entire train, you can't fit the whole entire engine and transmission up in that doghouse box because it wasn't that big. And most transmissions on those big old trucks are huge. Like they are massive. They're probably the size of your bed. They're big. So you, of course you can't fit all that up into a doghouse box. So some of the transmission was out, but most of the key components that would go wrong are on the inside of the doghouse box. So that's kind of how that worked. And that's why they had reinforcement bars. Because if you come over a big old steep chipped rock, you can have the chance of scratching or breaking or busting open a transfer case or a differential and boom, now you can't put it in four wheel drive and it's not healthy no more. So in, in battle, you can't get out and just, you know, oh, let me get some of this diff oil and put it in here. You can't do that because you have an army, another army charging at you and you're like, crap. And of course these Hummers were not fast at all. They were slow. And especially the original Hummer engines um, so they were very, very slow because if they had a gasoline or a V8 Detroit, no, those lacked power. The Hummer weighed a lot of, a lot of, a lot of pounds. Like it's probably the heaviest vehicle on planet earth. It, it's heavy because it's all made of steel and metal and most vehicles are made of aluminum, as we all know, or, you know, very, very lightweight steel. They're not very durable. The Hummer is like the most durable vehicle on planet Earth. But of course, the army couldn't use it no more because they wanted to use tanks. And tanks are the heaviest, the most durable vehicle on planet Earth. But you can't drive them like legally on the road. You can't. They're, you're going to get pulled over. A civilian can't drive a tank down the highway because they're going to go, okay, that guy's got some issues. Just saying. So that's why these are the heaviest vehicle, civilian vehicle that you can buy and actually legally drive, even though they barely fit down the lane, but you know, it's, it's fine. So in 1999, GM or General Motors purchased the Hummer name outright from AM General. The H2 was used on a full pickup chassis, which was under also the name under GMC, but it didn't say GMC on the grill because they didn't want you to think that GMC still owned the brand. They wanted you to think AM General still owned the brand. So that's why it doesn't say GM anywhere on the vehicle. 
besides on the chassis, stamped on the chassis if you look close enough. So it was on a full-size pickup truck, truck chassis because as we all know, the H2 has a pickup bed even though it's very, very small and you really can't do nothing with it. You can't even put a mattress in the back. So it's, it's really weird. So that was designed on a full pickup chassis. And the H3 was used the Chevy Tahoe chassis. And both of these trucks sucked. Like they sucked so bad that your trash can set now in your kitchen or your garage is better than this. I'm just saying that they, they, they were awful. Blind spot, they had a bunch of blind spot spots. And so the, that made driving the vehicle awful. And also you think of the Hummer as a very, very good capable off-road. No. These things are going to climb over pebbles set in your backyard if you have rock. Or setting in a park somewhere. Or at a playground. Like, it, it can't even climb over a pebble. It it's really, really is sad. So, these run the Hummer name. And actually made GM go bankrupt in 2009. And that's why these were discontinued. Because, little did we know... GM declared bankruptcy in 2008, which, yeah, I said 2009, but that's when it really hit them. You really didn't know until 2009. Most people think it's 2009. It's actually 2008, so that's why a lot of the 2008, 2009, to about, I think, 2011, they're not good vehicles because GM was trying to make them on a budget because they were in bankruptcy. And so GM had no longer plans to bring the Hummer back since... It made them declare bankruptcy and they were going to ignore it like a weed sitting in your backyard right now. Because I bet you have a weed in your backyard right now that you just don't want to go take care of. That's what GM did to the Hummer. They didn't want to look at it. They it, they wanted to get out of their mind. And I don't blame them. If something made me go in bankruptcy and ruin my brand, I wouldn't want to look at it either. But I mean, hey, the people still liked it. I mean, you just got to revamp it and you could actually bring it back. And that's exactly what they did in 2019. When Ram started to talk about releasing the TRX to challenge the Raptor, GM's like, we need some action in on this too. So the engineers and designers started designing up the new Hummer EV truck. This is the all new Hummer, which is going to have all the luxury off-roading perks and have the gas efficiency because it's going to be electric. Shoot, this Hummer can even go sideways, like legit. The front end of the truck's setting frontwards and it can go sideways with the front of the truck still setting frontwards like a normal vehicle. So that's kind of crazy. Of course, all this comes at a very, very steep price point at $140,000 base price with no upgrades, no choices, no nothing, which is a very, very steep price you may be going. That's, yeah, that's a lot of money. And especially compared to the Ford Raptor, which is only $60,000, which you may be going, that's a lot of money, but compared to the Hummer, that's pocket change. So, the Hummer really isn't the greatest, but it's also the greatest. Because it's electric, you're not going to run out of gas anywhere. You're not going to have any bad engine things go wrong. It's really going to be easy, but it's very, very, very pricey. Oh, did I mention it has 1,000 horsepower? That's another cool thing about the Hummer. So, the Hummer's also rumored to have an SUV with it. I think y'all seen pictures of them. If you haven't, go check them out. Just type in Hummer EV SUV and it will show you straight the truck and the SUV. They're cool. And they look very, very futuristic. They look like something out of the 3020s. Like, 
They're very, very futuristic. And they also look like they're out of the Back to the Future movie. I love that movie. So, they also rumored to come out likely before the Tesla Cybertruck. So, I'm super excited to see this beast in action. And I'm really, really excited to see one up close and in person. I cannot wait. So, that's my thoughts on the Hummer. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you're someone that's listening on to this episode, anything else other than Spotify and Anchor, I just highly encourage you to get Spotify or Anchor and listen to episodes one through seven and look at my, I looked at my stats on Anchor about my podcast and I saw that I have some new listeners in Iceland, which is kind of crazy. So I'm really, really excited to see where that takes me. And this is why I have to thank y'all every episode to all my listeners in the U.S. and in Iceland, every episode, because this wouldn't have been possible without y'all. And I've gotten a lot of support from y'all and I really, 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 really appreciate it. So also stay tuned for next episode as I might be doing something a little bit different. So please go follow me over on Instagram at Nolan Fitzpatrick and have a great rest of y'all's weekend. Peace.